This episode is brought to you in part by Dr. Tony Evans, author of Kingdom Kindness. Learn how to become a countercultural force by reflecting God's kindness. Find this and other uplifting resources on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. 2020 has been a difficult year. You don't need me to tell you that. And I know the content we've covered on this show has also been heavy. Coups, empire building, political advertising campaigns. So I thought a good way to ring in 2021 would be to celebrate positive memories from you, the listeners. A few weeks ago, I put out a call and several of you responded. Here are some of the recordings I received. Hey, Chris. Thanks for all your hard work on the show. In 2020, I've had the pleasure of welcoming our second child, a baby girl, who is happy and healthy. While it's been sad to miss out on showing her off, this year has provided a lot of welcome schedule flexibility with my wife and I to take care of two kids under two. First of all, this is John from Missouri. And one of the good things this year has been discovering the Truth Podcast because I need intellectual stimulation. (laughs) So this is just one of the ways I get it. The other thing is that uh, I teach a Sunday school class for adults at our church. And even though we weren't having church for a while and then even not doing Sunday school for a while after we went back to church, I continued to study our Sunday school lessons as if I were going to teach. Number one, because I never knew when I might be able to teach again. And number two, because what I didn't use for church, I was able to use for a teleconference call, a Bible class that uh, I do by phone with a handful of uh, blind folks. I'm blind myself. There's one person in our group who's not blind, but uh, otherwise uh, we are uh, just a handful of blind folks who do a Bible study on Monday evenings, and it's proved to be a blessing for all of us. All right, keep up the good work. Take care. God bless. Hi, my name is Sue Donaldson from the podcast Make It Count, Living a Legacy Life. This has been a great year, mainly because of all the connections we've been able to make with people that we may not have done if it had been a normal year. Last spring, two daughters came home to work from home rather than working in their apartments, and they cleaned out our garage. They Marie Kondoed it. It was hilarious. And then one day, my daughter walked in my bedroom and said, Mom, you need to do a master bedroom makeover. These are things I would have never thought of if it hadn't been for COVID and if they hadn't been at home. Another thing that we connected with was relatives in Iowa. We were supposed to go to Paris. But, hey, we went to Iowa, and we spent a whole eight days there with relatives that we just love so much. That would not have happened. And then last month, my middle daughter brought home a friend from work. He is out of the, grew up in the foster care system. He's 32 years old. He needed some family time. He called our house a resort. It is not a resort. But it was such a wonderful time of um, making a home for this young man. You know, this is the time of Christmas, and Mary and Joseph heard that there was no room in the inn. But I have found that in a very simple way, our home has become a manger where we welcome people. We might be on the back porch or on the front porch sitting quietly before the Lord by myself in front of the fireplace, inviting people one by one instead of 50. So I look at this time as a wonderful opportunity where we've connected one-on-one, one-on-three, safely, sitting together in sweet fellowship. Thanks so much. Have a great day. 
Hey, Chris. This is John from Missouri again. I forgot to mention something very important in my previous message to you in which I was talking about teaching Sunday school and so on. We have been blessed this year that my wife and son have both been able to keep their jobs. I draw disability, and that income continues to come in. So uh, we've had a couple of difficult years before this one because of uh, my wife's job situation, but thankfully um, this year that has uh, remained stable. So we are certainly thankful to God for his blessings there. All right, take care. All right. Thanks to everyone who shared a story. Now, I'm going to tell you one of my own. This isn't something huge, but I think there's something beautiful in celebrating the small stuff. Anyone who knows me knows that I really like to hike. Just about every summer, I hike about 200 miles in Wyoming, up mountains, across streams, And this summer, I decided I'd cover the dream trails, the ones I've been putting off for years because they were too far or too remote. So on August 8th, my brother Nick and I pulled on our boots and drove almost two hours, most of it on dirt roads, to get to Big Cow Creek. This is while the road's still good. It's way back there, about as far into the Grovant Mountains as you can drive. The trail is mostly used by a couple ranchers and during the hunting season. Really, not much else. Nobody I know has done this trail before. We heard about this hike years ago when a forest ranger told us there was an old hunting cabin on this trail. And I don't know why, but I think there's something exciting about finding an old cabin. The Gravant Range is super rustic. No cell reception in most places few other vehicles. The outhouse at Big Cow Creek, and it's rare that you find an outhouse in the Gravants, has no door on it, so it's just you and the elements. My brother and I walked about five miles without seeing anyone else. The landscape went from sparse to heavily treed, and then, finally, opened up to reveal a huge open field, at the center of which was the ramshackle cabin. This is a cowboy cabin. Really beautiful back here. Surprisingly nice. At last! At last! From the cabin, you could see down this long opening all the way to the next mountain range. The wildflowers were out, a nearby creek provided water, and just over the next rise, we could see the back of one of our favorite spots in the whole range, but this time from a different angle. Big Cow Creek wasn't the prettiest hike we did all summer or the hardest. Several of the trails we used had been rerouted and were not on the map and we got turned around a little, but Nick and I both described this as one of the best moments of the year, when God fulfilled this tiny personal desire of ours, something that was special just for us. For me, 2020 has been a year of appreciating the small things, close friends, interesting books, Hikes that really nobody else would like. And for that, I'm grateful. I'm also thankful for all of you. I know lots of podcasters say that, but I really mean it. When I first started covering this topic, I really questioned myself. Who would want to spend over a year talking about how communism has impacted the Christian church? But the feedback you've left me has been very encouraging. 
When I started working on Truce three years ago, I wasn't sure that anyone would be willing to listen, willing to help me further what is possible in Christian media. Our circle may still be small, but we're filling a real need in the marketplace. Now with 2020 coming to a close, I sincerely want to thank you for supporting, sharing, commenting, and praying. Truce won Best Produced Podcast and Best Male Podcast Host at the Spark Christian Podcast Conference this year, and it was also featured in Podcast Magazine. We started by examining the history of the Russian Christian Church, the difference between communism and socialism, and anti-religious propaganda released by the Soviet Union. But together, we tried to figure out what the United States is, like what is it really? Because our ideas about this country impact how people around us understand Christianity. Kind of ridiculously, I got together a big group of friends to play a game that questioned the ups and downs of empire. We asked if the United States is an empire, and if it is, does empire align with the Bible? We learned the history of the Pledge of Allegiance, the National Prayer Breakfast, Billy Graham's crusade against communism, ad campaigns tying patriotism, capitalism, and religion also to stem the spread of communism. We took a hard look at the U.S.'s involvement in overthrowing a democratically elected leader in Guatemala, which has been a tremendous amount of work, let me tell you, but has been totally worth it. And I'm thankful for so many of you this year particularly my friend Roy Browning of JMC Brands, who handles the back end of the website for me, saving me some serious headaches. I'm also thankful for my brother, comedian Nick Steren, who lets me badger him endlessly with ideas and rough cuts. And I'm thankful for those of you who have donated in order to help me cover some of the costs of making this show. It has been a big year, and I'm so glad you've chosen to be a part of it. May God bless and keep you all in 2021. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay subscribed. There are some really great episodes headed your way soon. I'm Chris Starin, and thanks to your help, this is Truths. This episode was brought to you in part by Just These Guys, you know? A pastor and a psychologist team up to break down scripture and psychology, empowering you to transform by the renewing of your mind. Listen today at justtheseguys.podbean.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Just These Guys, you know?